Alrighty. Well, right, let's just toss this laptop on the ground. Can you do your best, Debra? I don't know how to do that. Say Debra. That doesn't even sound. <laughs> Debra. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Super nasally. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Hola. Matthew. Oh, I just got you off. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's professional. Yeah. That's what we are, the most professional crew in this I'm Matt. wild world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alexis, and I'm still sick. Yeah. Hi. Hi. So, I was thinking about how we should do this first episode about the X-Men movie. X-Men. That's what it's called. Is this just, just called X-Men? It's just not called X-Men. X-Men. No, X-Men. Not one singular X-Man, no. but... There is a what? character called X-Man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me angry. <laughs> There's a superhero called Superhero. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say, actually... <laughs> There probably is. This is uh, not in any, not in the traditional uh, Marvel or DC universes that I'm aware of. Um, but I actually thought it would be, might be fun to to start the show by ignoring Matt for a little bit and just oh, talking with you. It sounds great. Oh really? Um, Sick. I get to hang out. I was thinking, when is the last time you watched this movie? Um, honestly, probably over a decade ago. Yeah. I was actually, uh, I was thinking the same, I actually yeah. can, literally cannot remember the last time I watched this movie. Not for any, like, bad reasons. No. I, I, I like X-Men. Yeah, I think it just got to the point where there's so many X-Men movies, it wasn't on my list to rewatch. Yeah. I remember, like, between 2000 and probably, like, 2008, I had seen the movie, like, tons of times. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I just kind of stopped watching. <laughs> and it's weird because with the other season... I feel like we had watched a lot of the more recent Marvel cinematic movies so many times by that point. You know, you'd seen like Guardians like 20 times or, or Civil War or whatever, Spider-Man. And I, I literally, legitimately do not know when the last time I watched X-Men from 2000 was. I have watched other X-Men movies multiple times more recently, just not this specific one. I don't think I've watched the first three in the past decade. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know when the last time I watched any of the original three X-Men movies were. Yeah. This doesn't make me feel great. But it's not for bad reasons. Yeah, like I said, I watched it a lot, like, for the first, like, eight years or so it was out. Okay. Where I mean, I was you? also glued to the TV as a kid then, so. Yeah. So I don't I know if that ask, means anything different. Where were you when X-Men came out? What was, what was Alexis? 2000 Alexis. I was living Alexis in. Alexis 2000. Uh, I like that better. I think I was in Hickville, Ohio then. Good old times. <laughs> we had one movie theater. <laughs> that sounded like a town that you made up. <laughs> Just as a heads up. It is. It's <laughs> not. <Shit. laughs> I don't want to bother saying I, the actual town I, I was in. trap of the bit. Mm. <laughs> Sad. There probably is it. I there there probably is a Hickville, Ohio. Ohio. I'm not going to lie. There probably is. Probably. At least somewhere in the Midwest there is. There's got to be. I was in eighth grade, I think, when this movie came out. Um, oh. No, it was the s- summer right before eighth grade for me. Um, so I was still going to Acton, Boxborough. No, R.J. Gray Junior High School. 
That's where I went to in Acton. It was R.J. Gray in Acton. The high school was Acton Boxborough Regional High School. So this was the summer of, of summer of eighth grade. I was young, starry-eyed. <laughs> Maybe I had like four friends. Was this two thousand? I was nine. <laughs> um, Didn't know what a superhero was. I couldn't even spell. Oh, that was pre-superhero days. Wait, for you or you? Him. Oh, okay. I was like, what? No, still, that was still pre-superhero <laughs> days for me. I was I was a regular comic book nerd, but even back nerd. then, <laughs> got bullied a lot. Never got shoved into a locker, which I'm pretty happy about. I feel like I probably I don't know if I could have ever it. fit. <laughs> what were you, you doing that you deserved you were, you were that? Annoying were you going around day? with your Ringo impression? <laughs> I think this. Uh, let's see. Eighth grade was probably the summer of eighth grade. I think is where I tried to stop wearing glasses. I used to wear glasses with bifocals, which is just like, like. For jocks and for bullies, that's like You're a prime target. I was asking for to be beat. Um, but I never got shoved in the locker. So I never I never broke my glasses, which is good because I can't see anything without my glasses. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what I was doing when I was nine. I don't even know what grade that is. I don't Is that like no. fifth? Uh, that's like fourth grade mm. for me. Congrats. On your, congrats on your youthfulness. I wasn't a. That wasn't that. On the visage of decaying. Yes, on, yes. On the visage of death on this podcast. That seems aggressive, <laughs> but I was more just trying to figure out what the hell I was doing, and I was probably just doing the same thing I'm doing now because I'm a man child and playing video games, because that's what I did. That's uh, Too Human back in the day? Uh, too Human was not out yet, uh, so no. I was probably playing uh, The Marios. Um. I didn't get Ocarina of Time until middle school, so I didn't get on that train yet. Late bloomer. Yep, that's... <laughs> yep. Um, I didn't get... Yeah, I didn't get it until the GameCube came out, because I traded... Or, or somebody didn't want it, and they sold it to me for, like, 10 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I'll take Ocarina of Time for 10 bucks. Fucking deal of the century. Yeah. Um, so it's been at least over a decade... <laughs> yes. ...since we have seen this movie. Yep. So this is going to be interesting, I think, in that the other ones, they're all pretty recent movies. Mm-hmm. Within the last 10 years, and all movies that you and I were, like, pretty educated on. I feel like there's going to be a lot in here that we're going to be like, oh, right. Yeah. No, I definitely think that's going to be that's gonna be a thing. I remember certain scenes out of these movies, but for the majority yeah. of the movies, I don't remember much. I, I remember how, th- I can re- remember exactly how this movie opens, and I can remember exactly yeah. how this movie ends. And there's a lot in between that I feel like is either going to be eyebrow raising. I'm, I'm actually really curious to see how much of this doesn't age well. Oh, yeah. That'll be an interesting takeaway. <laughs> Whereas for you, Matt, I'm now, I'm now gest- for the listeners at home, I'm now gesturing at Matt. I feel like that would have been implied once I started responding. But, <laughs> but this is all fresh. So fresh, so clean, so new. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Are you excited? No. Are you excited, Alexis? Yeah. I'm a little excited. I I don't know if excited is the right word. I'm (laughs) interested. Hmm. Okay. I mean, to be fair. You like movies in general, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I got burnt out on the first three because I did watch them a lot. So by the time I was, like, wrapping up watching them, Mm-hmm. And even like eight years later or something, I don't remember it holding up that well. So now I'm interested to see it, you know, know. 19 years later. But there's like a lot I think this movie has going for it. Like, okay. I mean, yeah. 
Who do you know, Matt, of the cast? Huge Jackman. Right. This is one of the one of his Sir Patrick Stewart, maybe in this. For one. Hugh, yeah, he is. This is one of Hugh Jackman's like, well, like uh, he, like America discovering Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like through this yeah. movie. But yeah, um, is is Storm like why why I'm, I can't remember who. Plays. It was a very early movie in was this actress's career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was in later movies that she was like Halle Berry. Yeah, like holy. This one, like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like like the Oscar-winning actress Halle Berry yeah. versus yeah. this one. Those are the only three people I can think of that are in this. I can't remember. There's who at plays. least one Magneto, other. I can't remember. Really big name. I can't remember who plays that person, but I can see him. But I can't. Hmm. I mean, I'm gonna see him in like a few minutes, so you don't really need <laughs> to do anything with that. But what if I told you that he used to be gray? And then he became white. Yeah, no. He's always been wise. I know, it's Gandalf. I can't think of the dude's fucking name. Rude. McClellan? McKellen? Yeah. You're getting there. McWhatever? McWhatever. Ian McWhatever. Ian McDonald. Famous actor Ian McWhatever. E I E I O. Yeah, this has sounds right. Also, Anna Paquin. Remember Anna Paquin? Oh, yeah. I've heard the name. She was already pretty well known by that point. This is her kind of a little bit more grown up. And she got well known in. True Blood, was it? True Blood came after. Yeah, is, uh, I thought that was the. That, no, that was she not was her a, big thing? she was like a child actress in some movie that I don't um, remember that she got. Maybe she even got nominated for in that. I don't remember. I vaguely recognize this human. I've I've since looked up a picture of her and vaguely recognize that she exists. What about Tyler Maine? That's not a name. Any big person that I know. Any big Tyler Maine fans? <laughs> the wrestler Tyler Maine. Nope. He's in it. What awesome. Uh, Rebecca Romaine. She's in this one, right? Yeah. I vaguely remember that name, too. Um, Famke Jensen? Is that her name? Fam- Famke? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> so you're just saying words, well, not even. Like, I don't even know. She plays your favorite character, Jean Grey. <laughs> I love Jean Grey. Just, you know, just likes 9 to 5, Golf Channel, Ben. <laughs> yep. Sure. <laughs> yep. I guess my only point is like it's time. a <laughs> it's a pretty good cast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So there there are technically a lot of things that I think are going for the movie, even if yeah. it's about superheroes. Yeah. But and I remember the story being pretty decent for that kind of new age of superhero movies. Yep. I feel like this has got to be origin Super- story. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, to an extent. I assume it has to be. Or, like, the founding of whatever Dr. Xavier's whatever school for whatever the fuck's. For special needs. For gifted children or something. <laughs> Look at him. Look how much he's, he, he knows. knows. Yeah. Uh, I, tried to I don't know. Him off the, track. Um, it's the school for, uh, like, um, gifted uh, mm-hmm, youngsters, maybe? Um, <laughs> is that me? TJ Lamb was right about you. You have seen all of this content <laughs> before. Curse you, TJ! <laughs> um. I mean, okay. What do you think? Tell us, tell us what's going to happen in this movie based on your impressions. You know some mutant names. You know some concepts about X Men. Like walk us. Doctor Xavier is going to be like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a mutant dude, whatevs." And then he's going to see all of these other like mutants out there and whatever getting like ostracized for their mutantiness. It will be. They may have some sort of. Oh, I can't. I can't fit that. I tried. I was kind of trying to do a mutiny, but with mutants, a mutanty, and it didn't really work. Anyway. Um, I would have accepted it, but. No, I didn't. I, it wasn't up to my standards. 
Um, so they're going to rebel against the society man who's trying to keep them down, man, because they're mutants, man. And then what's-his-face, Patrick Stewart, makes like this institute to kind of take in these mutants for the both to get them out of society. Well, not get them out of society, <laughs> but but to, to try. How do you get someone to out try of society? and minimize the damage that society is causing them while also allowing them to hone their powers? How about that? Yeah. And then Magneto's going to exist, and they're going to kick his ass. <laughs> why? The why would they want to kick Magneto's ass? What's, what's his problem? Huh. What's wrong? I mean, he's probably going to be a massive dick. You think so? That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Whoa. laughs> Fair. I didn't mean I, it like that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, you're right. It is not a problem. Well, it's, it's a, a problem for some people. Let's it's say. like a symptom of a problem. Usually, like, massive assholes are, like, <coughs> hurt in childhood. We're talking <laughs> about massive assholes and massive dicks. Let's I tried stop. to change it. Just <laughs> it didn't you make it any better. <laughs> Feedback um, number one here would be, like, maybe don't use a body part. Massive elbow. <laughs> what a massive elbow. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe he tries to magnetize planes out of the sky. Okay. And whatever. Why? Why would he do Because he's a fucking dick. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in, like, the X-Men. Just for fun, he just wants to use his powers and just... Either, like... The I mean, X-Men I accept that to, answer. The X-Men get to go to this institute and everything's, like, hunky-dory with them, but he doesn't have some sort of refuge from society being dicks to him. So he's like, you know what? Fuck society, man. I'm just going to fucking magnetize planes out of the sky. Oh. So it's a movie about a guy who's mad he didn't get, a, get, get into a private school? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He had to go to public school. Yeah, right, exactly. And then the kids teased him and made fun of him. They're like, oh, Mr. fucking Magnet. They've just called him Magnet Man. There's and the cause. And then being an asshole <laughs> is the effect. Uh, yeah, there you go. So he's getting bullied as he as he grows up by society and his peers for being a weirdo dude that's magnetic, I guess. Mm-hmm. You were kind of alluding in the <laughs> other pre-show, the pre-season the, show, the pre-pre. was that really the mutants are about other things, though, right? What? I don't recall making this... I don't think I said this. No, I thought he did. I thought he was. I don't remember about, that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I did. I don't the whole, remember. Like outcast from society. Thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I did say that. Yeah. That's a, okay. I didn't know if there was more that you were. Oh no! I, I mean, would elaborate I, on. No, I mean just. Uh, and how like Aquaman was also about like pollution and. Oh oh! In terms of, I mean, uh, sure sure. It'll yeah. It'll just be generic like, oh, people that are different from us get ostracized slash victimized slash hmm. you know put in a bad spot and them rising up against that and also like realizing hey you motherfuckers actually need us because we're going to save you from this magnet douche <laughs> asshole Whereas, all those planes all those planes we're going to take care of them yeah but then you're going to have a snake <laughs> problem it's going to be weird no no, no. <laughs> not accepting that one okay. in his defense Taylor Kitsch, who plays Gambit, was also in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> yeah, I so told, there is a but connect- where does Samuel L. Jackson that. end up here? That would be oh my god, that'd be great if he. Well, he's Nick Fury. I know he's Nick Fury. And once now that Disney owns everything, Nick Fury and the X Men can start to hang out. They can chill. 
So is Nick Fury going to bring his snakes? He might. That's right. a movie I'm waiting for. There are a lot of people now who actually are expecting like X-Men Adventures movies. No, yeah. Disney owns like, why not? At that everything. Point, you might as well. Seems yeah. like a lot to yeah, it's already, it's already now. a lot, but like they've kind of run their course with one of them. So it's like, what the fuck do we do now? I don't know. Let's just jam them together and see what happens. There's a, I mean, the current X Men stuff is still kind of going, and I mean, we we can get to the future of X Men when we get. We're still yeah, working. No, on, we're, we're still back in the year two thousand. You know, we gotta we gotta work up to that. <laughs> sure. But so I don't know if we're gonna get like I don't know how they become mutants. Is it like a classic toxic waste dump thing? Like I don't know. Some maybe. I don't think it's like a experiment gone wrong. I don't feel like that's what's going on here because then I think people would know they were mutants from the get-go. I feel like people are going to discover that they're mutants because, like, they realize something's different. They're not like everybody else. Because mm. oh. can everybody get claws out of their hands? No? Just me. Awesome. Scary. If you cut Wolverine in half, do both sides regenerate? Uh, no. Which side regenerates? I think the I mean, one attached to the brain. First, you have to cut Wolverine in half. I, I believe that the whole thing, <laughs> all, the whole process stems from his brain. No, I, I, okay. Then that's why I did the second dick move. What if you cut him vertically? Is he then just dead because you cut his brain in half? No. He'd find a way. See, he finds a way. <laughs> I, can, I can really answer your question. <laughs> if you'd like. Of course you can. In the comics. <laughs> It is. It's sort of implied that that the healing factor is powered as long as his brain is in some way, shape, or form active. So, so that's why the heads. only way to kill him is to do something that like effect, effectively shuts down his brain. And that's more than like you can't like shoot a bullet into his brain. Like as long as part of his brain is functioning, the healing factor works. So you have to like drown him you and have, like really shut it down. You have to just like shove a grenade in his mouth and just like explode his head. No, because as long as some part of the brain could be functioning, it'll it'll go so back. So literally, have, any, it's it's like depriving the brain of oxygen. So if you dice his brain into a bunch of pieces, do you get like a billion wolverines? But see, here's where it gets weird. A wolver army. Because the the uh, the explanation is the whole like oxygen to the brain, blah blah blah. Like it has to shut down in that capacity. But then there's Deadpool, who also has a healing factor right. like Wolverine. And yet, with Deadpool, he, he can get like blown to smithereens, or like he actually literally does in the movie. He, does. he gets blown to shit, and he, and gets, he still like, reforms just as one, one, like only one part of him heals. And there's also a weird thing. I don't remember which comic book it was in, but there was one. This was back before Deadpool became super popular, so he didn't appear a lot. They they cut him up. They like do something that like destroys his body, and all that's left is his hand. And his body regrows from his hand. Oh, fuck off. So it's kind of inconsistent, <laughs> okay, I so guess. Okay, so they don't, okay. Is, is the the, the quote-unquote explanation is it's supposed to be from up, up here, up in the head, the brain, whatever. But then Deadpool kind of breaks the rule. So maybe it's that, like, Deadpool, well, Deadpool breaks the rule and Wolverine doesn't. Wolverine can only do it based on the brain stuff. I don't know, but. Okay. That's, that's the only way to, like, kill Wolverine is to, like, drown him. Okay. I'll, whatever. That's fine. But then if you drown him and he dies and you bring him back up out of the water and his brain can get oxygen again, it'll turn back on and then he's fine. But how can he get back oxygen if he's dead? No, you bring him out of the water. So the oxygen starts going into his body. It doesn't need to circulate. So he's he's underwater for like a day. Yes. Then you take him back out of the water into air. Yes. He's not breathing. No, but the air is just going through through his body. Just ambiently, just like whatever. That's what happens. Just 
osmosis air. That's not that's not how that works. <laughs> it's science, man. Comic okay. book science. Is it? It's science, man. So you need to basically like bury him in water and then just leave him there forever. My only problem is water contains oxygen. He <laughs> grows gills. <laughs> okay. I mean, the the last way they killed him in the books was they uh, fully encased him in adamantium. Mm. It was like melted onto him. Aren't his bones adamantium and like his claw things adamantium? Yeah. The strongest steel in the world outside of vibranium. (laughs) So what happens if you put Wolverine against someone with vibranium? That's what X-Men versus Avengers will will show us. That would actually... Wolverine versus Cap or Black Panther. Or any of them. Or any of them. They're all kind of vibranium. You can you just get it. You get the vibranium. Yeah, Iron Man probably fucked. Yeah. Iron Man fucked. I mean, he's already fucked either way. Oh, he's because prob- he can I cut through. He, he can cut through he, Iron. He, he said easily. he's probably fucked. I thought you just said ah, Iron Man's fucked. Or yeah. like, it, never mind. Yeah, I mean, no. what if Iron Man fights Magneto? Yeah. Who knows? Sucks to be him. Just yeah. Gonna be like sw- swiping his arms around, not being able to. Magneto like, just be like, blip. <laughs> 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 That's how he That's does his superhero effects. power. Yeah. It sounds. It's weird. in the comic books. It's real. Blep. Blep. There's a lot of comic book science I'll no, put up with. Don't ever say that phrase. <laughs> comic well, book science. Or sci-fi science, right? Like the Force. Fine, sure. I'll I'll just go with it. Yeah, right? it's, it's dumb, but we're all kind of like whatever. The only thing that always has kind of not bugged me, but it's one of the comic book things that I'm just like, all right, is that Magneto can fly. Because fuck you. Because there's metal magnetic in the waves in the air. Yeah. And so he he kind of propels himself around the magnetic waves in the air. It's kind of dumb. And that one, I'm just like, all right. Just say he can fly and be done. Just let him fly. Just just let the man have his wings. <laughs> Would it be a giant metal wings that he just flapped? That would make no, more that'd sense. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. A, a superhero with metal wings sounds legit. Yeah. And he can control cool. that metal and like move it really fast, like wings. Yeah. So. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. That's the sound of wings make. Blep and So now that we're done with the ASMR portion <laughs> of the show, is there anything else that we have missed covering? I think we got the gist, the villain, mutants, magnets, Gandalf, Jubilee. How do magnets work? Is Jubilee in this one? I don't think so. Okay, she probably is like in the back. I'll. When we start watching it, I'll just quickly Google. Yeah. Google is Jubilee an X Men? <laughs> that will get yeah, a very clear search result. Yeah, that'll result. yield a great result for you. Uh, exactly cool. All right, and let's let's take a let's travel back in time to the wonders of the year 2000. Go back in time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul, the host of the Comic Syllabus Podcast, a weekly show on the Multiversity Network of Podcasts. We read widely and we dig deep, bringing different analytical approaches to our study and appreciation of the wide variety of comics out there. Along with comics teachers, critics, and creators, we do close readings of classic and current exemplars of the medium. And we invite you to join us every Tuesday here at MultiversityComics.com. So let's dig deep. think that uh, Jean Grey sounded exactly like Julia Roberts? Save it for the show. I don't think that's something worth the show. <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> Alright. We're going to talk about Julia Roberts? 
I mean, no, I just did. <laughs> Add it into the notes. I no such thing. Okay. Amend um, your notes, sir. I'm lukewarm on Julia Roberts. I didn't say I was pro or anti Julia Roberts. I just Fair thought just, when I wasn't looking at her, I like jerked up my head because I was like, wait, oh. is that Julia Roberts? No. It's Sam K. Jensen. <laughs> yeah, it's MK Fomka. 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 Janssen. Fomka y- Janssen. Janssen. Fergen Fergen. Welcome back to the show. Oh, God, you're just going right with that high. We just watched the X-Men's movie. The first X-Men movie. The first X-Men movie. Yes. yes. X-Men, singular. Yep. M- men. I don't... Singular, plural. not singular. One group of men. It's a, a singular men. A singular group. A singular group of but men. There's two groups of men, really. Fuck. <laughs> and women. Where do the women come in here? x Woman. 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 Oh. Omen. x Omen. Salmon. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? What did you think of the movie? Uh, I enjoyed it, actually. I mean, there's a lot of uh, ch- some cheese. There's some some weird cheese and like shitty lines and bad acting and weird CGI. But hey, man, it's 2000. Yeah. Um, so you know, I cut a little bit of slack for for some of that stuff. That was uh, pretty much my takeaway too. It's like. If they tried to make this movie today, I don't think it would be good. Yeah. But for what it was at the time, yeah, I think I can cut it a lot. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I think it held up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. I mean, there's a lot of eye roll moments, but I've oh, also been yes. very changed by what to expect for superhero movies. That I was still <laughs> kind of like, yeah, it wasn't as many eye rolls as Aquaman, but yeah, it was some eye rolls, but also chuckles and enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> good amount of chuckles. There were yeah. some chuckles. I had a, I had a guffaw or two. You I mean, had a lot is, of blah. Uh, oh, there was a lot of <laughs> oh, blah. There was a lot of that. This is basically the 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 birth of like the modern superhero film. I mean, well, yeah. Is it, this? Yeah. This kind of set a lot of the tone, and this is the first kind of movie where, like, one, it's like introducing like a brand new universe, but two, it's also like so successful that the movie starts to influence what happens in the comics, and so they change to sort of match it. Um, so particularly to be like, oh, well, if people like the movie, now they'll read the books. and But, like, the thing that we thought might happen with you, and you will never read a comic book. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem um, like something I would do. Yeah, how's that one I loaned you, by the way? Oh, it's still on my shelf. Yeah. How long like, ago was that? A year oh, ago? Like a year oh, ago. nice. Like a is it a single issue, or is it a... No, it's, it's, a, a, it's, a, it's right. a... Yeah. It's something I was like, oh, like, it's I think you better. would enjoy this. What is it? It was uh, Red, Rocket. Red Rocket 7. Which is by Mike Allred, which is basically like uh, it's like a, a imagine Ziggy Stardust as a superhero, and it's got like the Beatles and stuff in it, which all is like lines up with his interests. So I, I, you I tried picked one that I thought would work. He still won't read it. <laughs> so won't it read? Uh, but yeah, X Men was good. I know we were yeah, kind of worried before the movie that this would yeah. really not hold up well, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Again, yeah. I don't think it's something I'll probably watch for another five plus years. I don't think you have to re up your. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to give like a yearly quota of watching X Men again. X Omen. I mean, there is a new X Men movie this year. <laughs> well, I meant this X Men. Yeah. Again. Just re watching these X Men movies. Sure. But getting, new ones. Getting sure. re caught up for. Yeah. What is it, the 13th X Men movie <laughs> at this point? Yeah. When does that come out? Kinda, sorta. This year? Um. 
13 if you count. Is that Once the Phoenix, Phoenix four or whatever. one or whatever? Shh. Yeah. How does that ruin anything? <laughs> How does the Phoenix yes. one? <laughs> yes. That's, that's cool. We'll I get there. The, I, love the, I know we will. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's, let's, let's dive in to your notes. I'm sure other stuff will come up as we... As it does. Go through them. Some block here and there. Oh, God. There were a lot of, like, what? moments that were really unpleasant for me. Yeah. I'm not a fan of. Um, first note. Are you saying you can make an army of strong men through genetic mutation and evolution? Of course not, D. That's make-believe. And, and why don't you think you could do this? Because evolution is bullshit, of course. And that is where I start my notes with an Always Sunny reference, because that seems to be the way these usually go. Yep. <laughs> Basically, yep. And if the, you didn't reference It's Always Sunny, I would be like, what's wrong with you? There's, there's, there's the another, moment to cancel the show, obviously. There's another one later. Um, then, then straight from that to, whoa, we're going straight to the Holocaust, woof. Yeah. <laughs> yep. that That's why it's a very memorable scene. <laughs> oh, boy, that took a turn. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think what's interesting about, and we'll obviously have to talk a lot about him in general, but I think it's kind of interesting about Magneto, is like, even though, like, yes, he's the villain of the film, you see that, and you, then the following scene with him talking with Xavier, and you're like... You could see yeah. where he's coming from. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, he, I'd be fucking pissed, too. I could see why he'd, you know, yeah. not only be pissed, but also, like, I don't really trust these people because they've wronged me so severely. Yeah. So it's like... For being different for a different reason. <laughs> and it's not like he's being... He, he's not like the, the, the chaos of the Joker, for example. It's not just chaos for chaos's sake. It's like he has a very specific plan yeah. for a very specific reason. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because these people have wronged him and they should see what they... Like, they should be seeing this from the same side. Yeah. Yeah. So everything he's doing is, like, I don't agree with but it's logical, at least. He's very yeah. human. He's not like the epitome of evil kind of villain. Just because he's the bad guy doesn't mean he's a bad guy. He's also kind of a bad guy. Oh, right, he's the bad guy in the no, movie, no, but, but he's not a, like a bad guy. He's also guy. kind of a bad guy. Is he, though? Yeah. I feel like... I feel he didn't like... kill that cop. Oh, my God, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> what a good guy. So, so he <laughs> technically didn't kill anyone kind of sort of (laughs) yeah I don't know I feel like somebody on that train probably I feel like if you're if you're a kid and you survive Nazi death camps you can kind of grow up to be like angry like I'd get it I mean yeah same (laughs) I'm not saying like his anger is unfounded he has a reason to be pissed yeah um but yes, we start straight with the Holocaust. Yeah, I said Nazis probably aren't fans of mutants if they aren't fans of your average person for the most part. So, granted, they, they may or may not have even known he was a mutant until that moment when sure. his powers showed themselves. But at first I was like, yeah, they probably wouldn't be too jazzed about mutants either if you know. But it could be I an know. interesting question. Yeah. Like, what would a Nazi mutant look like? I don't would there be a Nazi mutant? No, there wouldn't. Why not? They were all about the superhuman yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're all about the occult, so maybe yeah, they would have loved the, it. But the, but the controllable, I feel. So you just need a, a, a mutant that's, like, into the Nazi stuff. Yeah, give them a swastika if they like it, then they're oh, in. Oh, God. How do you feel about this? <laughs> oh, I think it's rad. Oh, sweet. This is the mutant for us. Sweet. That's how it yeah. worked, right? Yeah. It was just purely design choice to choose the sides. 
That's it. Let's not go further than this. <laughs> this is already further than we should have gone. I will say the opening of the Holocaust also kind of sets the tone of like what the whole thing about the X Men is yeah. as well. Uh, right. No, it makes sense. It, it's it's everybody getting like obviously. They they do they show up they show the the arm tattoos a lot showing them the numbers and then they're talking about like a registry for uh, for mutants and that they need to register and that they like and it makes it sound like they basically be coming in the night for mutants type of deal and it's like yeah I very obvious parallels and can easily see where Magneto would come from in this it's it's honestly easy to like like and like sympathize. Because it like it, it makes sense where he's coming from. I yeah. guess. Not that I'd you know be doing it doing the same thing, but like you can at least understand what he's doing, versus other people that are just yeah. like I want to destroy the world because yeah man. This is like oh no these these motherfuckers suck, and I've already been ostracized for for one other thing, and now I'm going to be ostracized for a second thing that both of which I had no control over. Fuck you, people. You're not doing this to me again. <laughs> like, yeah. I can understand that. That is fair. <laughs> I think where people these days get upset about the, like, like sort of transactional nature of a, a superhero villain, um, or just a supervillain, I suppose I could say, um, is that, you know, you have characters like Magneto, who is very sympathetic, and who, sure, like, he does some shit that people aren't a fan of. Uh, he's kind of mean. But generally speaking, like you understand him, whereas I don't know any any random villain that just shows up for the course of a superhero. It's like, oh, I want to get more power. Like, yeah. I want to get stronger. I want to get a lot of money. I want to control things. It's like, no, no, no. Right. Yeah. I want these people to see shit from my perspective, so that we're on the same fucking team. Yeah. If you look at, uh, we brought up Star Wars in the the first episode. Have you brought up Star Wars before? Here? No. Oh, just in no. general. Well, no, in the first episode. About the X Men stuff, we talked about it being Star Warsy and in, in structure a little bit. Sure. And you could you could look at Magneto as like yeah like he's Vader, you know he can do kind all these dick, these but... huge big bad things and he's terrifying at times, but there is a part of him that is relatively sympathetic. Yeah. So we can do an episode on who's more sympathetic, Magneto or Darth Vader. Magneto. Are we gonna start ranking villains too? Now? Um, and Magneto. So you did say. That if you were Magneto, you wouldn't go down that path. So if you were Magneto, you had all these abilities to control metals, what would you do? See, I would just do a bunch of rad shit. <laughs> I would be like a, a metal sculptor and like make, I, I'd make a better Statue of Liberty. It would be more be just a fucking artist? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just make some rad shit. He just wants to get his creative side out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go in a side. I don't know. What if you no one a, liked your a art secret shit? passion that like you've always wanted to be like no. work work with metals and be an artist and no metallurgy's not really in my blood, but I'm not a know. mutant, but uh. or I mean honestly, I would just glide fly everywhere <laughs> because his glidey fly thing was very majestic. You would just go to work and just glide. Yeah, honestly, just glide in, be like sup, and then just like lightly land. You don't even hear me. Just <sighs> so you just do a regular nine to five. <laughs> But with your your amazing ability, the only real thing you would do here is just be glide into the office. And you also and your side that, hobby do is. I just, do I just do I just have the powers, or do I also have like the backstory? Yeah, the same backstory, oh, same powers. Okay, so I'd be a little pissy. Un- understandable. <laughs> you already are. It's true, but 
his is more fun. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> okay. He has a better reason to be upset. Right, I'm just like, do. oh, things irk me sometimes. It's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, they never made a sequel to Too Human. <laughs> <laughs> too Human 2. Too Humaner. Um, uh, you know what? That's the thing I've latched on to. <laughs> really, yeah, you really latched on to really my Too Human that. reference a while ago. It's not a good game. It's two seasons ago at this point. Um, yeah, seriously. It's like a 2018 joke. What am I doing? <laughs> it's a new year, new me. Um, yeah, I don't know what I, I what I would do in his situation, but I feel uh, making other people mutants doesn't really help your cause. I guess showing showing people violence and showing people aggression and whatever isn't a good way to ingratiate yourself to you know the ruling class. We'll say how about that of humans. So this is like a caste system right now. I mean, yes, <laughs> kinda. Like, if if I don't know, I don't know if I was a mutant and I just started going out and just like breaking and like fucking up shit, they'd be like, yeah, yo, this mutant is dangerous. Like, fuck this dude. But if I'm like not a prick, like Xavier's kind of not a prick, nobody really sees him as that much of a threat, even though he is or could be a threat due to the amount of power he has. And also, maybe he should test his shit out first before just turning people into jellyfish. I mean, that he, was he the did. test. That was, yeah, that was the test. That was why. No, but that means you need to adjust some things and test again, because your first test was unsuccessful. He didn't know that. Well, I mean, he did. No, he didn't. You told him that he died. After but, he'd already built the machine yeah. and was like ready to execute. He was, he's he's, he's going to have to replay Sorry, it. Guys. Back it up. I fucked up, guys. No, we got we to I know we're going to do this thing. We got we to gotta bring this down a notch. Yeah. Got to recalibrate the, the system. Yeah, it needs more R&D. Need, need, yeah. I no, mean, I feel like the test needs more specimens to test out. Maybe he was just a bad match. Maybe so the group of all of them. Size yeah. To yeah. Fuck with. Maybe he had cancer or something, and then that reacted differently to the thing. Sure. We don't know. All right. He's mm, just a good scientist. Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's just sciencing. Yep. Um, Comic book science. It's a thing. Yeah. So so now now Rogue is <laughs> yeah. in like in the bedroom trying to get frisky with this with this boy. Um, Wait, is that what? You- I have no idea why she was walking into his bedroom in the first place. Is that what you actually think? <laughs> I don't know. You oh, no. I'm thinking of a different part. I'm sorry. No, yeah, no. I'm talking like in the beginning of the movie. I was thinking of a different part. I'll bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, never mind. Sorry. I jumped to coming. like halfway through. No, that's fine. Movie. I was like, I think that's what was <laughs> happening. Did I miss some subtext here? <laughs> Fuck. Um, oh, I know what scene you're referencing. <laughs> Got it. Um, I'm there. I'm with you. Thanks. But, but, but what I'm saying is like, at, at first what I wrote down is, because it was just so awkward and terrible. I was like, oh, God, this kiss is painful. And then two seconds later, I was like, oh, it's literally painful. <laughs> 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 was, oh, oh, he's actually dying. I do like that that sequence took place in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. That of, was the time. Of, we, we got 1944 Poland for the opening scene, and then the not-too-distant future. Yeah, as somebody's playing a Game Boy Color on a train, it's like, we can date this out. Like, <laughs> just give us a fucking date. We saw the postcard on the wall. We know what it is. Um, so then I said, mutant registration. Oh, Magneto's probably not a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting. 
rewatching this movie and also knowing that the modern superhero movies did the same thing with the superhero registration. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? In, in Civil War. Oh, when yeah. They yeah, all yeah, had yeah, to yeah. sign right, right, that. Right, 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 it was, right. It's basically the same thing. Like, these superheroes, these Avengers are weapons of mass destruction. Need we to need be, to be regulated yeah, and yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, the secret identity thing wasn't as much of a deal in the movies. The movies. It was in the comic books. Yeah. But in here, it's like you have to identify that you're a mutant so that, like, quote, unquote, it's not a secret identity for everybody. Right. It's just like putting your name on a list. But, yeah, it's interesting to kind of look back at that and and see that idea rehashed as well. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. You also you also met Jean Grey. Yep. Yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah, did anybody else kind of think she sounded like Julia Roberts <laughs> when she first appeared? No. No? Just me? Just you. Okay. Well. Yeah, that's fine. She did. I wasn't <laughs> even looking at the screen. I was like, wait, Julia Roberts in this movie? And it wasn't. It was some random lady from the Netherlands. I don't know what else she's done. I've seen her in other things, though. She, she was in The Ten. <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to mind is that state movie, or that state movie with all the skits. She was in that. I don't know. I don't know that. <laughs> that movie, I think, is really funny. It's it's a movie about the Ten Commandments, and then there's skits for each of the Ten Commandments. But it's like the state, like the comedy group, the state, who did like Wet Hot American Summer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's her and Paul Rudd are the people kind of narrating the Ten Commandments. Um, and there's one great one about thou shall not covet the neighbor's thing. Yeah, I've, I've heard of the with, commandments, yeah. Uh, it's the story <laughs> stars Joe Latruglio. Latruglio? I forget. I was yeah, from, the, the, from the Brooklyn Nine-Nine. From, uh, Joey Tribbiani? Yep. yep. Joey Tribbiani. Yep. It's him and Liev Schreiber. Oh, God. And <laughs> a weird combination of humans. One of them gets a CAT scan. Okay. And the other one's like, I want one. So he buys a CAT scan. And then they the, the first one's like, well, now I'm going to buy two CAT scans. So the second one so buys, like, the, three cat scans. This is the way they're illustrating coveting that... For ca- what? <laughs> it's to, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen, in my opinion, is the two of them ruining their lives because they each want to see who can own more cat scans. That's really dumb. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> but then, uh, admittedly, I'm going to keep going on this bit. I know. My favorite part of that skit is at the very end where Leah Schreiber goes over to Joe Latruglio's house to, like, apologize and be like, look, like, we, this got out of out of hand. Like, and he's like, why don't, why don't I take you to lunch? We can go to uh, Burger King. Maybe Woundies. And Joe Latruglio's like, what about McDonald's? And they just do a whole bit where they just add extra ooze into fast food uh, names. And then that's the end. <laughs> And I think it's so funny. But why? Then he shows up and he's just like, we go to Burger King? <laughs> or Woundies? But why? Yeah. I'm very confused that's just by it. this. That's it. That's, that's, the, that's the bit. That's the skit. So back to the X-Men. What uh, the fuck, man? Senator Robert Kelly. Yeah. That's the, the guy who's like mutants and mass, massive destruction peoples. and. Yeah, massive destruction peoples. Um... Robert Kelly is a very uh, famous X-Men villain. What's interesting about to me about Robert Kelly, and this won't mean much to you right now, but it will mean some more in the future. Robert Kelly's most famous storyline in the X-Men is when he uh, is a, a central character in a story called Days of Future Past. Hey, I've heard of that. 
I feel like we're going to be. We'll come back to it. Yep. To the future? Yes, we will go back to the future. Past. Past. I get it. Um, <clears throat> I was like, okay, so it's not a chemical thing or radiation thing, it's just an evolution thing, but then obviously yes. we see that it can be spurred on through radiation at massive doses by his little spinning, yeah. whirling, dervishy light show. Yep. The thing. whirling dervish. Oh, yeah, that's yep. what we call it. It's that's... a Pink Floyd laser light show. Everybody's getting stoned and watching yeah, The Wizard man. of Oz. <laughs> I will say that the graphics that did not hold up well. Oh, no, they were was, jarring. It was kind of rough. I was like, oh, I'm... It's the just special effects. Right. Some of them looked decent. Most the of claws them still looked good. The claws still looked good. You can tell when it was him holding a, a thing in his hand versus when it was CGI, but... It's still not bad. Yeah, no. CGI still looked decent for that. There were some other things that were questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Why did Rogue go to Laughlin, or wherever the place, wherever the fuck that city was? I think she just wanted to get away. Uh huh. So and she just she had... wanted to fly away. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, but like, why there? Like, did she know that there was another mutant there, and she wanted to like? Mutants so are got, everywhere. So she just got lucky that she showed up at a place where a dude with adamantium bones and fucking knives sticking out of his hands exists. Yeah. Uh huh. Word. Um, Does that never happen to you? Uh, just that specific situation? Yeah. I can't say it has. Nice I haven't shown up to some random trucker town, gone to the bar, and seen some mutant cage fighting. I guess I haven't lived. You yeah. haven't seen the real America. Yeah, t- 2019, New Year, New <laughs> Me. <laughs> that scene takes place in Canada. Yeah, it's like northern Alberta. <laughs> Um, word. Yeah, no. There's she's just she's just getting as far as she can go. There's some weird uh, like time jump thing that's not really elaborated on because like also she knew that that boy she put in a coma was in like he was in a coma for three weeks or whatever. Like yeah, how? But was that the first boy she kissed? Yeah, yeah. She said that later. Oh no! Fuck me. But then there's also in the immediate scene with Jean Grey where she's talking about like it activates during puberty, um, usually during a, during a state of heightened emotion. Right. So it kind of explains mm-hmm. why it wasn't a problem for her before. Gotcha. Um, I think that that's true to the books too. I think Rogue's powers evolved the first time she kissed a boy. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Sounds so right. how, like, how does this match up to just comic books in general for like... How true, like, is this a, a storyline within it, or did they just kind of take a bunch of shit and... This one is not really matched to a storyline. Yeah. The it next pretty one original. is. Um, this one, I think, is just, like, borrowing a lot from different things, yeah, but... Okay. It's taking the overall feel of yeah. the and there's X-Men a, landscape. There is a fair amount that is, uh, you know, true to the books. That okay. that her her getting her powers while kissing a dude I think is is one of the ones I remember it from the nineties so I'm I'm assuming I'm hoping I remember correctly I'm not gonna yeah no it's, that's fine this um and then I was like he's not even that jacked in this one just like sort of jacked he um he's gonna he's gonna go through a transformation you are gonna see so oh, much beef. <laughs> like this isn't even gonna be a question. But it's also weird in the movie because you can tell there's different scenes where he's not as jacked. Wait, in one movie? In this movie, if you yeah. didn't notice, yeah. Oh no, they were. You're right. They were, you're right. I thought it's, you meant in like the. That's so. That is weird. Though. Well, the fun fact, 
Uh, he was hired to work on this movie three weeks after it started. <laughs> lo, 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 lo. And so he had to start training three weeks into the movie, actually already filming. So he started getting jacked progressively through the film. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing to track. Can we get like a jacked-a-meter as we watch all these films? <laughs> a huge jacked-a-meter. Jack-a-meter. Jack-a-meter. And just start ranking the jackiness. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because he went to insane lengths for these movies. Yeah, he really did. His his uh, whole workout routine also became a thing. Yeah, and and especially how in how, what he would have to do to look so ripped in certain sequences, which was basically like before certain sequences, he basically had to starve himself for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So they all of his like just so he would pop. Yeah, just so he'd really pop. Swallow. <laughs> I think it led to more like superheroes in movies doing extremes like that to look more and more ripped too because superhero movies like maybe even a couple years after that and prior to that <laughs> no one's really ripped. You got like <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And... <laughs> even George Clooney wasn't really like George doing Clooney anything. Like Michael Keaton, no. Who else at the time though? Like Yoan Gruffid and Fantastic Four. Yeah. He played Mr. Fantastic. Actually, Chris Evans was also in, in that movie. And he wasn't so, jacked he wasn't either. There, jacked. Yeah. He was a That's, young, young Johnny boyish. Flame on. Um, I will say there's one thing about uh, Wolverine in this movie that die-hard comic book fans never got over. Do you know what that is, Alexis? Uh, I don't know. I have something that is silly to me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the first time you see him. If you had to guess, what do you think it would be? If you had to guess, I, like, I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. So they got his hair right and the mutton chops. Yeah. They got his. They got the adamantium stuff. That's all good. The fact that he's his bub, and he smokes cigars. All of that's correct. The thing that really upset people, Logan's like under five feet. He's like this tall. He's like he's a pretty. He's I thought he was like five guy. three. Was maybe, is he maybe under maybe five, like five in three? The comic books? Yeah. yeah, he's a small dude. Yeah, he's, not tall. he's very small. Okay. And that that for whatever reason drove like diehard X Men fans like up the wall. Yeah, that, that he seemed... is not. It's also hilarious too. I was reading about this before. They had to put uh, James Marsden, who plays Cyclops up on like milk crates to be taller than Hugh Jackman in scenes because naturally he, I think they stopped doing that after some movies because they just gave up they're like everyone knows he's six foot three <laughs> like, yeah. there's no point in doing this yeah okay I was telling you before that there's like a bunch of weird silly things happening in the background that are kind of funny about this movie and the milk the milk crate thing is one of them yeah that is confirmed silly <laughs> but yeah Wolverine is supposed to be a pretty small dude. Mr. Wee Lad? Yeah. Okay. Didn't, didn't know that. And he's Canadian. That's, they got that right. That's why he <laughs> shows up in Canada. Okay. All right. There you go. Now every time you watch an X-Men movie, you're going to be like, he should be smaller. And people are going to be like, this guy's an expert. This guy knows his X-Men. Oh, my God. He's an <laughs> expert. I got it. Okay. And he didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Continue. I was like, how does one mutate to have metal bones? And then I was like, they didn't. They experimented the fuck on them. 
Who did, by the by? We I'm might sure, just I'm sure we'll get have into to that. look into it. Potentially in X-Men Origins Wolverine. We'll, get, we'll touch upon that. Potentially in the next movie. Oh, wow. Oh, We're well, going to get right Because that. that's what he leaves to go to. <laughs> yeah, he's like, to I got to go up north. That's literally his conversation <laughs> with Professor Xavier. You should go here, Logan. Hey. Hey, right. Yeah, to go. Uh, <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, Wolverine looks like a mega douche. Um, kicks the piss out of that dude. Yada, yada, yada. And then, like... The guy goes up to him to get money out of him? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Dude, 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 dude. Bro, bruv, what are you doing? You got your clock cleaned by this gentleman. And now you're like, oh, I'm going to go up to a, uh, him in a bar and demand money from said gentleman that almost murdered me. That seems unwise. I mean, it, the the character that that individual was portraying is Tony Toughnuts. <laughs> Tony Toughnuts, played by <laughs> Reginald Featherbottom. Um, okay, um, so when did Rogue save his life? She when she said, him. "Look out." Yep. That was that. That was it. That was okay. it. Okay. I feel like she's taking a lot of credit for that one. <laughs> I was like, did I yes. met, miss something where she like like comed somebody real quick and I missed it? I was yeah. like, he was gonna stab, but Tony Toughnuts was gonna stab yep. Wolverine, and then she said, "Look out!" That's it. He literally smelled that Mystique was behind him. I feel like this isn't a problem. She didn't know that at the time. Yeah. No, but she didn't know his powers. No, yeah. but she. She right. didn't know that it also wasn't technically revealed that he could heal at that point. Yep. That came later. No, I know. She was worried a, about him. She taking, tried to help. She's all right. a lot of credit for that. She, all right. She thinks she did help at that time. Yeah, all right. <sighs> then I said, are these their actual names, Rogue and Wolverine? The fuck we, go, the fuck we do in here? And then I was like, Logan and Marie, glad we answered that question, too. And then I was like, was going to ask if the knives hurt. Thanks for preempting that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, hey, you should wear your seatbelt. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my seatbelt. <laughs> Jettison through a windshield. Yeah. Also, Always how did you not kids. see that tree? Wasn't it a straight road they were on? Yeah. I don't remember them. She got knocked out. George, George, George of the Jungle. It looked like it was already knocked down. No, it got knocked down. Not by Sabretooth. By Sabretooth, yeah. Why well, doesn't it just get up again? Hmm? What? I'm never going to keep it down. What? Now Tub Thumping references aren't kosher? <laughs> Where did we draw that line? I don't recall. Fine. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, wait, Storm and Cyclops are already fully suited up and already a thing. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah, there's only so much origin. <laughs> yeah, like really just, bam, we're here. Yeah. So, they're already there. I'm going to come back to it at some point and learn a little bit more. <clears throat> Maybe in uh, one of the origins films, <laughs> potentially? I will say, so we met Sabretooth, played by Tyler Maine. Okay. Look, I just think that's why funny. I had no idea who Tyler Maine was. I just think it's funny <laughs> that the guy playing Sabretooth was called Tyler Maine. 
Like it's just like, Again, yeah, like he's a man. Name. Thank you. Would you have believed from that interaction that one of the most historic comic book rivalries was between Wolverine and Sabretooth? Nope. Do not even remotely care about Sabretooth. You might. Later. Cool. I can't wait for these other movies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool. Cool. Let's talk about all of the other movies except for this one because so much more shit's going to happen in those. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, technically, there's well, yeah, there are 11. <laughs> it's math. Yeah. Comic math, man. Math and science. I just think it's interesting that, like, of all the things that they do to try and, like, like get, quote-unquote, uh, get like, get the X-Men right, right? Like, the this rivalry between Wolverine and Sabretooth is arguably one of the biggest ones, right? Like Alexis is saying, like, we might come back to it. That's how big of a deal it is. And yet in this one... It does. He's just like a They don't man. even appear to... New, they, like, uh, they don't even appear to have ever met each other before. Yeah. Oh, so the premise is they would have met each other before? Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be rivals. So this wasn't... This was, this in the same be, way that, like, Xavier but, and Magneto know But each this other. could be the beginning of that rivalry type of thing. I suppose, yeah, it could have been. But be, it's also like I don't know the end of Sabretooth now. I was gonna say like, does Tyler mean is he even in the other ones? No, I don't yeah, think he's, so. One, that's why I was like, I don't even know who Tyler Maine. He is. doesn't play Sabretooth the next time we meet him. Yeah. So spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. He plays somebody else. No, that's it. This <laughs> oh, is. Oh, like you were saying they just put him in a different. Oh, he's this other mutant now. No, he's like we, he's, we brought him on, but Sabretooth can fuck himself. He's like the Terrence he's, Howard he's of X Men. <laughs> like the next time you see Sabretooth, you're gonna be like. Yeah, that, that's I mean, there's a, a lot actor. of Terrence Howarding, though, <laughs> in these X-Men films. Yeah, there is a lot. Yeah. Like Halle Berry's weird way of talking? Yeah, what the Just fuck is <laughs> going on there? Like, Je- Jess has pointed out to me multiple times that Halle Berry's accent changes per movie. It's all o- I mean, she was all over the map in this one movie. <laughs> I can only imagine how she changes in subsequent movies. She was all over the place. We'll, we'll get to some of the other changes that are will be coming but i want to i want you to continue through your note i just wanted to call out that that was that they're supposed to have a very deep like like relationship in the same way that xavier and magneto have known each other since they were teenagers like that's how well the characters are supposed to know each other and yet here they're just like i don't know here's here's one big angry guy who growls a lot and here's here's another one the other smaller angry guy that growls a lot he's not small enough no Mm. I guess not. Um, so yeah, yes, the X Men already exist. So we learn that the Doctor is a, is a mutant herself. Blah blah blah. Telekinesis. Yep. Some, some mind reading, whatnot, all that jazz. What do you think about their relationship, Wolverine and Jean Grey? Ugh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> any excuse to get my shirt off, huh? It's very oddies, yeah. Look at look at how hot I am. I mean, yeah. Fair point, Hugh. You are. You're right. But also, it's just very... Ham. Fists of ham. Yeah. Fists of ham. Um, I know every time, like, a superhero movie relationship happens, I always complain about it. But this one's especially bad. But it's not even a relationship. It's just, like, a... It's just happening. Like, it's there's nothing happening, I guess. Don't you... Don't you steal my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cyclops. Me. Yeah. He's Hawkeye. Exactly. Cyclops is Hawkeye. That's Cyclops fine. is the Hawkeye of the X-Men. 100%. Right. That's it's sad. a shame. Cyclops is one of my favorites. 
Nice Hawkeye burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a shame. Oh, you're taking that as an insult. <laughs> Your true colors. Mm-hmm. Um, they do him a little bit more justice in the next one. I feel like some of the characters get a little bit more time to breathe in the next one. Because yeah. in here, there's like so much introduction being done shit, yeah. and really focusing on just like two of them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I was like... So then he gets up off the table because he's freaking the fuck out, rightfully so. And I was like, I do not enjoy needles, nor would I enjoy ripping them out of myself because he's just like pulling fucking syringes out of his arm. And I'm like, Bleh. Yep. Bleh. Yeah, as you do. Uh, and then he goes down the hall and sees the... I was like, sweet generic black spandex slash leather suits. Cool. Yeah. Um, I know that They did a... not want to make the costumes. Because they, they were like, we can't do it. We can't translate it. We can't make it look cool. Let's How can just you not translate it? How could you not translate Wolverine's costume? It's so easy to translate. Well, we say that now. But in terms yeah. of, what do you mean? In terms of putting it on screen in a way that people that... Again, this is like the first big yeah. superhero movie. Now, people are used to like purple dudes that love rocks, right? Like back then... Dude, there's a cantina in Star Wars filled with aliens. What are we talking about? I mean, well, I, these are supposed to be de- depicted as like humans. They are humans. That's the whole point they want to make. They're not that different from everyone else. They start dressing up in Star yellow Trek spandex. Star existed. What are we doing? Yeah, but, but that, that was set out in space. <laughs> also, like those things weren't popular. Like no. people that liked Star Wars and Star Trek and comic books got shoved into lockers. No. It's only recently that people like are super into superheroes no. and Star Wars. It used to be fairly more that's niche. Not, yes, but I wouldn't say that for Star Wars. I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that saying Star Wars was unpopular I think, for the time is accurate. I think everybody grew up watching Star Wars. I think at a certain point, when, when the divide happened in, in you know school where one group became jocks and one group became nerds, like the jocks were like, no more Star Wars for me, man. Or, or the nerds just really dived into it, like reading like Star Wars offshoot books, getting like figurines yeah. and stuff like it. I, I guess. So Keep in to, mind, like even when the prequels came out, Star Wars was like a it was a big thing, but it was still not as big as this current group of sequels is. Like the idea of all of these geek things being normal no, is more of a now I, I get that. A two so, thousands thing. So, so the thought was, oh, we'll normalize it by just giving them black spandex, like yeah, it it's makes a lot it easier, easier than putting yeah. them in yellow spandex. That's literally what the line is about. It's just dumb. I mean, like honestly, look at Wolverine's costume that's on my T-shirt, <laughs> right? Like yeah. with they, giant pointy, with these <laughs> giant pointy weird things on his face, this super bright yellow, like, but like Batman already existed. I guess I don't get what we're doing. Batman wasn't cool. None of this stuff was cool. Yeah, Batman was yeah, all campy right before that. They're trying to make that. X-Men palatable for everybody. So People that you, like so superheroes so saying, and don't. So are you saying the previous Batman movies, they were not trying to do the same thing? No. They were diving into the Batman camp. Yeah. I don't think you're... Mm, that doesn't make sense. The normalization of comic book things didn't really start happening until no, like 2008. I, I, understand, I understand that much. But what We're I'm too sorry. early. We're these are very much going for like realism and like oh they would just wear like the black leather or whatever. Also keep in mind black leather was also pretty cool at the time. Yeah. There's another really big movie of that era that's all about people wearing black leather. I don't. 
We will be watching that movie. Oh, right. That whole <laughs> at a later thing. date. That whole thing. We'll, but we'll, we won't talk about that just yet. We're still in the era where like all black all black leather is still still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, fucking fine, whatever. And I'll note, I was talking about how uh, comic books started changing to reflect the movies. After this movie came out, all the X Men started just wearing like like leather coats and, and, That's really and whatnot. Lame. It's boring. The only thing that I think it was different is that. It was all black except for, uh, you know, there was like a big X on everybody's chest in yellow. Huh. But they were otherwise all wearing black leather as a result of the movie. That's just, that's just boring. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's more fun when they wear yellow spandex. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like there was a, there's a way to at least make them still look unique without... Maybe you don't make them in yellow spandex, but you at least do something to make each of them stand out in some way, shape, or form. No, no more goggles. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Magneto had a nice helmet. And a cape. Or a cape. Yeah. See, like, he spiced it up a little. That's why Magneto's better. I know. <laughs> like, I'm aware. Um, whatever. Fine. Um... Uh, so the kids are, like, basically running away and seeking refuge, kind of in line with sort of, like, what I was thinking, like, hey, we're being ostracized and isolated in the community and blah, 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 run away, run to this place where I'm safe and can learn how to control my shit. Yep. Totally get it. Um, and I was like, okay, so she's not a... One of them can run through walls. What's to stop her from running into a bank vault? Nothing. Correct. Yeah. That's the... That character is the first... Uh, let's say like quiet reference we could we could call it hmm. um, where that is Kitty Pride who was next she was probably the most popular mutant of the 80s I would say and Jubilee was the 90s I wasn't there in the 80s so I don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> nice burn <laughs> I mean you're a, you're a general student uh. of history <laughs> We could I don't, say. I don't know yeah. anything before 1991. No, I feel <laughs> like happened. Kitty Pride is a pretty well-known X-Men. So yeah. I don't know what era she I was really popular in, but... I don't like using X-Men as like a singular thing. Like saying an X-Men just sounds really wrong to my brain. And I well, hate get it. used you to it. You want to say an X-Man? That because that's may... the name of a different character. What? We already Wait, established that there is a, uh, right, an right, X-Men named, named X-Man. Which sucks. That sucks. That all sucks. God. Damn. Fuck, I forgot about that. I scrubbed that from my memory already. <laughs> and here we are. He just came back in the comics. Oh, wonderful. Just like Throg came back Fuck recently you. in the Fuck comics. Oh, God. Eat a bowl of shit. There's another, um, there's also that sequence where they're in class and Bobby Drake uses his powers of ice. <laughs> to, to freeze fire. <laughs> Because that's, that's how, how that works. That's how it works. Once you create a flame, if you that freeze it, it just turns into ice. Yeah. Science. <laughs> and then a, then a nice little ice rose. And then he says, welcome to Mutant High. So I'm going to give you a couple fun facts here. Okay. First thing, in that sequence, Rogue is sitting at a table with two other characters. One of whom is Kitty Pride. Yeah. And the other is Jubilee. I great. knew she was in there oh, somewhere. Oh, I didn't even that recognize that. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, that'll be that'll be one of the confusing times where Jubilee shows up and is played by somebody different. <laughs> well, luckily she was irrelevant here, so it doesn't matter. The character that does the fire thing, um, his name is Pyro. 
And that is going to be another example of a character who will <laughs> later be recast with an actual actor of some kind. Instead of just When he has more than... Kind of, sort of. A-line. Not like, not like a, a great actor. Just I'm, like, not saying, I'm not saying they're getting... Like, someone that can do more than hold their hand behind their back. That's good. That's about all he does. Versatility. <laughs> um, and Bobby Drake, a.k.a. Iceman, is Ooh. one of the founding... <laughs> thank you <laughs> for that. Uh, he's one of the founding members of the X-Men. And here is just rele- relegated to like a couple scenes. Yeah. Get. He's just a teeny bopper now. He's just a teeny bopper. Weird. Okay. Well, there's like, some fun facts for But none it. of them are even, like, referenced by name at any point, were they? Um, or, I think, like, I think they call him Bobby. Were... I think they do call yeah. him Bobby. Ooh. She calls Ooh. him Bobby. She's like, hi, Bobby. Yeah. On the bench. But it wasn't even Bobby then. Hi, Bobby Shame. Drake, a.k.a. Iceman. <laughs> Ice <Yep>. Bopper. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I... I- Icy Bopper. That's how I talk to people. Um... Kitty Pride and Jubilee aren't referenced by name, but the no. fact that she runs through walls and then the, the the woman who plays Jubilee looks exactly like the the character does okay. in the comics, yeah. So can can Xavier control objects with his mind as well? Because he's just like moving. He's just scooting his chair around. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He is. Uh, I believe he's referred to you as an omega level telepath or something. He's supposed to be. Oh, cool! We made up a scale for telepaths, and he's an yeah. omega level. Great! Fucking you made up a beef scale. Right? Yeah, but that's <laughs> based off like... of something. That's based <laughs> off of something you can see, you can touch, you can feel. <laughs> I can't feel your telepathy. Or is I mean... it just like you get to a point where? Oh my god, I can get into the deepest recesses of your mind. I think you will, in later films, see him right. see him do things that you'll be like, yeah, like he's clearly one of the most powerful mutants on the entire planet. Yeah, no, that's that's not what I'm not arguing against that. I'm saying, saying an omega-level telepath means fucking nothing. Right now. Like, but, but like... What, stuff in the future? No, but like, what's a, what's a scale for this? How do you gauge telepathy? Like, what, what's... Like, what he can do with his powers. But what's, like, the lowest end and what's the highest end of that? You need to have some reference points. You have at least one in this one. You can use Cerebro or you can't use Cerebro. What? He's got this big machine that lets him, like, find any mutant on the planet using his his telepathic powers. Meanwhile, Jean Grey, she gets in there. She gets a pretty bad headache. She's like, oh, boy, (laughs) this is a bit much. I can't do that. So so is that, like, a four? Like, what, what, what is this? Well, if we're using the Greek alphabet, she's probably an alpha level. Why not a beta? You can be a beta, that's fine. But shouldn't beta be after alpha? Yeah. Oh, well, I was saying alpha because she's like the far end of the... She's a that's beginner. Right. Yeah. So she's alpha and he's like she's the best. That much of a and beginner. he's an omega. She's still so, a so teacher he, at the school. So he gets to make his own scale to gauge his own level of telepathy. No, I don't think he's, he's creating a scale He walks here. around and he's like, hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm Omega level. You guys are just alphas, bitches. No, I think other people... I'm gonna read your mind real quick. Other people... Yo, get in the cerebro. <laughs> well, if he can influence everyone, he could just tell everyone through their head Yeah, that he's Omega. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I can control one person, I'm a level three. If I can control two people, I'm a level four. Like, yeah. what is this psychotic, like, I'm Omega level. I don't... It's just a fucking thing, know, okay? Just, like, get over it. No. Get over yourself. I will do nothing. You're being an omega-level butthole right now. <laughs> what's, now, what's the butthole scale? <laughs> no. 
No. Okay. Uh, so somebody in the protest for the mutants when he's on the helicopter or getting on the chopper is send the mutants to the moon forever. <laughs> Sounds great. Great sign. Great <laughs> sign. So about that. <laughs> is that a specific that sign? That may be a reference to an actual thing, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So one, there is a whole sequence of mutants on the moon. We'll kind of move past that. Two, yeah, let's do that. there is also a point where uh, Magneto creates that, uh, it's called Asteroid M. It's this giant floating Don't thing ask about space. the scale there. <laughs> it's asteroid number M, or letter M. Yeah. And it's it's basically a giant asteroid that rotates around the Earth that so they can live in. So, <laughs> it, it's a great sign, yeah. Fun fact for you, Asteroid M. Cool beans. Yeah. Um, I love Asteroid M. So then literally within a millisecond of... the first Wi-Fi was called Asteroid M. <laughs> Nerd. Surprise! <laughs> Nerd alert. Um, so we get, to the, we get to the chopper, and like a millisecond into that scene, I was like, yellow tie guy is a mutant, isn't he? And then... Oh, mystique. And then I was like, oh, right, I forgot about her. <laughs> His... The Shapeshifter lady. That character... Henry Gyrick is a big deal and was supposed to have a bigger role in the film because he's, he's another one of those like classic human villains of the X-Men like uh, uh, Senator Robert Kelly or others but then they're just like now nah, you can be an assistant sick yeah that isn't even there right now <laughs> yeah it is implied that he is murdered by Sabretooth you hear it on the news at a later point that they find uh, Henry Garrick's body, and it looks like it had been mauled by a bear. Hmm. Cool. So yeah, Mystique. Yeah, I don't get her. We'll get more into her later. Um, okay. And I was like, oh boy, that MRI's not going to feel good on metal bones, is it? But then apparently it had no effect, and I was like, oh, alright, that's kind of a letdown. I thought he was going to be really bummed out to be a, a giant magnet with his fucking bones. I don't know. I've been in an MRI with a giant piece of metal in my leg. Didn't do anything. Is your entire skeleton metal? No, but I'm saying if it didn't hurt my leg, <laughs> would it matter if it's entire... My leg! First of all, we don't really... In, in superhero films, we aren't really going to get into MRIs until the year 2018 in the hit film Venom. So that's fr- that's Venom, one. Venom, Venom, Two, I don't think that was an MRI. It was a special cat scan. It was a cat scan, if you remember that... my earlier story about the 10. <laughs> And Liev Schreiber. Yeah, I do recall it. And Joe Latruglio. And Woundies. <laughs> Look, when all this is done, we're all gonna we're all gonna pile around the YouTubes. That's not. That's fine. I'm gonna type in the ten Woundies. Cat scan. I'm type in Woundies. Woundies. I will do no such thing. Um, I love that. I was like, I'm gonna watch that movie when I get home tonight. Super. It's like, okay, so he was a mutant with regenerative capabilities, and someone experimented with him and gave him the adamantium bones and shit. Correct. Got it. Um, and then I was like, I'm getting some real Emperor vibes off of Magneto. He was, he was throwing, he was leaning hard into, into some Emperor shit. Um, yeah, alright. Just in general vibe, his floatiness, his whatever. I was getting, I was getting Emperor vibes. Sure. Doesn't matter. Um, What's then, the name of the guy that played the emperor? Uh, Ian. Nope. That's the same. <laughs> that's a, that's this person. Uh, fuck. This is gonna really piss me off. All right, we'll come back to it. Yeah. No. I. I know. 
He's gonna Google it. I'm a hundred percent. He's literally, I'm literally he's typing I'm into doing his computer it right now. now. He, he, it is Ian. Fuck you, <laughs> Ian McDermott. God damn it. Fuck. Okay. Jeez. Sorry. 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 I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sorry. Um. Anyway, the next thing I have written down is, "Don't you be messing with my girl." Because then they have their little flirt sesh in the in the bedroom when she shuts the doors. And He's like, what the fuck's going on in there? Oh, nothing. We're just having a chat. Who? Don't mess with my girl. Yeah. Um. I can't remember what this was referencing. Um. Oh, right. When he stabbed her. Um, a lot. I wrote down, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, 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 fuck. That was the scene Alexis was referencing yeah. earlier. Why was she going into his bedroom? <laughs> Because he was well, he was, screaming. he was like he was having, having like a night terror. Yeah, he was having a night terror. What? She's just trying to get How does she know? He she's wasn't that loud. Why did no one else in the rooms around him come in then? She must have been in like the students' quarters, like across the building. Maybe their vents connect. Maybe the HVAC, that, that vent leads to her. So room. you don't accept that she just ended up <laughs> in some small Canadian town and met Wolverine there by chance. But you think that they have a vent system that goes into other random rooms <laughs> and just shares sounds? Yeah, I mean, I, amplified. Yep, yep. I accept I, that far more than her just going to northern Alberta and finding Wolverine. I've definitely <laughs> seen other movies where people talk through vents like that, like Paddington Two, for example. Attack of the Clones. They send the little snaky things through the vents to to get to Padme in, in the room. The weird bounty hunter dude that then gets needled and then just shrivels up. Boba Fett. No. Different bounty hunter. Mm, I don't some, know. Some lady. I just wanted to reference Paddington. Yeah. I know. I know you did. I'm sure it's fine. Paddington? Yeah. Oh, it's oh. fantastic. Paddington is a fantastic film. Yeah, yeah. Both it the is. first and the second are yeah. great. They're yeah. amazing. I do have a Paddington bear. Same. I think. I do too. So. I used to. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Rip. Did you go on an adventure and get lost? I think so. That must have been what happened. (laughs) I know that you are um, sick, but you sounded like extra sad right there because of it. I mean, I am. I thought you were going to (laughs) cry. I might. All right. I was like, okay, so she steals life from someone else to heal is what I my thought was at the beginning. I didn't know she was just taking their powers. Right. I thought she was able to just basically sap somebody else's life force. So I was like, so she steals life from someone else to heal. He's basically immortal. So, um, pretty deadly pair. I but, mean, he but, could be a renewable energy source for her, sure. Yeah. Uh, so if someone doesn't have mutant powers, he does kind of steal their, their yeah, life. No, yeah, 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 she yeah, just yeah. gets nothing from it. <laughs> just kind she of yeah, she doesn't get a lot out cool. of it. Yeah. I don't get anything and you die. That's um, cool. And can we talk about how it basically sent him to the fucking sick ward? Yet Magneto is able to still magnetize shit while controlling her. And f- basically it's controlling Magneto's her. better than Wolverine. And control her while also making her do the thingamajigger. Forcing her to hold the who's or what's <coughs> And also bending his fucking shinky shinkies. He was prepared. Yeah, he did the homework. Yeah. He was looking for the whole fucking movie. He knew what he was getting into. He's a pretty powerful mutant, too. Takes a lot to knock him out. I believe he is a Omega level. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much. I will say, with, they don't do it in the movie. Um, she can get stuck with powers. Like, after, oh, so after could, like, interacting take, with like, people. Take them 
she gets she gets power. She can get memories out of people as well. That's um, I mean, she talks a little bit about it. How even with the the boy, there's like parts of him that are like stuck in. Her yeah, brain. yeah, yeah. Um, but like one of the things about Rogue in the comics is that she's like super strong and can fly, and it's because she like took powers from people that got like stuck in her. I forget the full logic of it. There's actually something. It's something to do with another also, Marvel um, hero, Captain Marvel, or uh, Miss Marvel, Marvel at the time. But yeah, Carol Danvers. Um, so she she. She can get stuck with the powers. Hmm. Okay. Um, also, fun fact for you is that, and this is has nothing has no impact on the movie, so that's why I just think it's fun to, to say. Um, Rogue has a long-standing, off-again, on-again uh, relationship with Magneto. What? Yeah. That. Okay. That's interesting. It comes out of some like alt universe story that. We'll never touch on in the the show. But well, let's touch upon it now. Apparently, it's called the Age of Apocalypse. It's like a, a dystopic future where um, Xavier is killed, and Magneto's becomes the leader of the X Men. And okay. at some point, he and Rogue get married. That's okay. And then they have a weird yeah, off again, yeah, on I, again thing. After oh, that. they're gonna say they have a weird baby. I'm like, yeah, that baby would probably be a real fucking. <laughs> they do weird. not have a baby, no. Um. I was like, okay, also she doesn't have a hole in the front of her dress where she was stabbed, continuity error. Also, oh her dress was mended in the back. Also, yes. That was weird. Yeah. We're she got extra powers. We're going to have fun with continuity errors <laughs> in these movies. Uh, and then this was one of the first aspects where I just started going, Bleh. and I said, do not want rubber man, oh God, why, make it stop, what the fuck, fuck my face. That's what I jotted down on separate lines. The rubber band. Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's yeah. a lot that once I wrote down Rubber Man, that's exactly what popped in my head, but then I looked up again and I was like, I still hate this. Because <laughs> it was terrible. Um it, it, at parts it looked like Mike like Michael Jordan getting sucked into the fucking golf hole in Space Jam is what some of that rubber man bit looked like. <laughs> In terms of the CGI action going on there. Sure. Yeah. Or, or, right. or no, when no, Wayne Knight got blown up slash compressed into a ball. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not mad at the Space Jam reference. So. Thank you. Uh, and then I said, fucking Stretch Armstrong over here. Do not like Blah Man. Not a fan. And then, hey, Stan. And then Stan Lee's just at like, the hot dog stand or whatever. is chilling. Yes, yep. he does. And do you say do you say gala or gala? I weirdly gala. I was jarred by that too. <laughs> I, think, like, I wrote down gala or gala. <laughs> yeah, are you are gala? Are you a gala? Or? Do you go gala or gala? It's a heck of a gala. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Boots. Boots. Oh, no, Let's not, not do this. Boots. Gala. Um. And then I was like, why can't you never use your mutant powers against other mutants? And I was like, all right, this is just Mystique being a prick. That we realized after. And I was like... I mean, uh, Xavier is like the the goody two-shoes of the the pairing, right? Like, I don't think it's totally unreasonable to assume that he he would have some rule... I, I mean, I, I know it's like it's it's bullshit, but... Because he also uses his powers against other mutants. When? Sabretooth, when he controls him to 
choke Magneto. I mean, literally like a millisecond later. That's later. At that point. <laughs> that's later. <laughs> doesn't even matter, man. No, all I'm saying is she doesn't know him. She doesn't know too much about the school. All she knows is this no, is like a school for No, I know she can easily be taken advantage like, of. You could just tell her anything and she'll yeah. believe it. it. It was more like... Cause it's a time, believable lie. Well, at the time, I thought I believed it too because I'm new to this as well. Not knowing that it was Mystique yet, I was like, that seems like a weird fucking rule. Because I was like, why can you never use it against mutants? Are you solely supposed to train for an impending war against the normies? That, I was like, that, <laughs> against the normies? That seems no better than Magneto, is what I said. Because it's like, then what are you training to do? You're honing your powers for no reason at that point. Just kind of honing to hone. Well, you're also honing it to not be a danger to others. You know. I suppose. Not every, you know, you get special glasses that mean you don't shoot people in the face with your eye beams. Mm-hmm. And I said, why was her name Rogue before she went Rogue? Why the name she, she gave herself. It's yeah. like her AIM screen name. But in real, IRL. Wow, so Rogue wasn't taken. She didn't have to, have to add any numbers. This was 2000, remember? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's it's the early enough. years. <laughs> Yeah, and then I had, yeah, dude, come check out my Cerebro. Um, Cerebro. Such a good name. Yep, that's what I said. Super good name. Cerebro. In the Oddies, Cerebro was destroyed in the comics. Yeah, like the 2000s. They're called the Oddies. Don't, let's not. It's what they're called. It's like the 90s, the Oddies. Like, I don't know what you want from me. That's a real thing. I'm not just being a bullshit artist here. At any rate, I thought, I thought it was just the aughts. In the aughts, fine, sure. In the aughts, Cerebro was destroyed, and then they remade it, but they called it Cerebra. And it was a lady. Take, take the power back. And then uh, eventually she came Down. out of the machine and became an actual character. Down with the patriarchy. And then most recently, uh, the X-Men built a facility underwater and had Cerebro. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. You're a bag of dicks. I mean, it's all, it's all, it's all true. Um, and then they're, they're, so they're on the train, and uh, she's just like hanging out, whatever, and, oh, oh, no, no, before that, sorry. I said, good thing we used Cerebro to geolocate someone a few miles away that wants to leave this place, clearly taking some mode of transit. Phew, thank God she's at the train station. Like, we couldn't have just used some good old-fashioned police work to just be like, oh, definitely at the train station. Um, yeah, I don't know. That just seemed like a lot more effort than it was worth. I just have to show off the fact that they... Got built, a Cerebro? Yeah, they had a Cerebro. <laughs> <laughs> so then later, it's a, it, they can poison it with the, like, the IT. Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah, the IT poison. Yeah, yeah, that pops up. Um, first off, I said the, the, the kid has a fucking purple translucent Game Boy Color and is playing a standard Game Boy game. What a time to be alive. I am glad that these are the things that you hone in on and, and look at. Yeah, the weird thing is I noticed that, one, it was a Game Boy Color, and two, that it was not a Game Boy Color game because it was a gray cart, and all of the Game Boy Color carts are translucent. Yeah, that is weird. Hey, if you can notice obscure bullshit, oh, this person that says zero words is this character. Like, fuck <laughs> off. Like, this person with no identifying characteristics is this person that matters. Like, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> um... And then, yeah, okay, I was like, ah, so the boy is Mystique, fucking prick. Uh, Rats. If only you were paying attention earlier when the eyes flashed yellow. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> um, um, I was like, way to blend in Cyclops, because he's just, you know, f- 
fucking with his dumbass <laughs> visor, just... But he has a hat on. Yeah. So how would anyone hat, notice The hat covers it all. Yeah. He looks like a normal human doing human things in a human place where humans <laughs> transact and do business. Hello, fellow human. Let's talk about human things. That's usually how it goes. Like cinnamon. Like cinnamon? Cinnamon's great. Cinnamon is great. Humans See? Do, humans do like cinnamon. Humans do like talking about how much they love cinnamon. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> let me just pop on this hacking poison tube real quick. Yeah. Because you can't tell it's going to do a thing unless you make it turn green and, like... That's the color of evil, right? Yeah. Visual storytelling, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Mystique sneaking in and sticking a thing to another thing wouldn't have assumed any, like, malintent, but... I mean, USBs weren't as much of a thing back then. Yeah, was she going to put in a floppy disk? Yeah, come on, man. Was she going to use her zip disk? That only, like, five people have. One of the huge-ass floppies who just kind of, like, waddles in with one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. I have Oregon Trail on 12 of these. Uh, Um... And I don't remember why I wrote this down. I wrote down, yeah, you show those geeks. I don't know what I was referencing. Does anybody know what I was referencing? What was he... Well, so we're in the train station. Oh, right, when, that oh, show, when they're going to go back. And no, he, Logan says some line, right? Yeah, it's like something like, yeah, we'll show those geeks or something. Like giving it another go back at the school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. honey, give it another go, Will. This will be a great year. I do like that he's like... Cool, we're gonna. You're ready to go back to school after the train is already moving. Yeah, it's like no, we're kind of late. What are you gonna do? We're kind of. What are you gonna jump out the window at this point? Tuck well, and roll. Just take the train there and take it back. And I guess. It's a lot of. That's how transportation works. I don't know if that's true. Can't, cannot confirm. <laughs> it's not a one-way road. Um, well, maybe Are trains? I feel like trains were a lot bigger back then than they are now. What? Like physically? What? <laughs> no, like more popular. <laughs> Yeah, all the cool kids are taking trains. Yeah. It's like 1850. <laughs> I have never taken a, a, a like a train across state lines before in my entire life. I've never taken I've I've taken a train. Sure, I've taken like the MBTA, but I've never taken like a train I took a train from before. Connecticut to New York. And I took trains in in Italy. I, f- I feel like we're being corrected on the fact that he has taken. Yeah, a let's hold on. Can we can we pause? Where did I take a train? Jersey to New York. Hey, those are different states. Yeah, he's got that's a lawyer. True. All right, it's that is technically true. <laughs> technically, that's literally yeah. true. That's technically true. <laughs> I mean, and it's technically yeah. true. But uh, that's like a commuter, a commuter train. Oh, I've never so taken like like a, like one of the like. like oh, Sella? I'm gonna take like a train from like Boston to New York. Okay, now we're just yeah. Right, but that's technical about it. You gotta. That's not. <laughs> all right, fine. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Leave all that. We I checked out. I've like taken a 26-hour train from Seattle to San Francisco. It was the worst thing. That's Don't ever hours. do an overnight train. Seattle to San Francisco takes 26 hours. Yeah. How the fuck does that take that long? I don't know. It takes. That's insane. Like two and a half hours to fly. <laughs> Yeah, but you have to go over so many miles. It's got to be cheaper to fly. And it kept getting too. delayed, too. That was why. It was supposed to take 21 hours. It's definitely delayed. more expensive to fly. I don't no. know if that's true. It was cheaper to fly, but Dude, we look, wanted to do, do the lot, scenic mm. Pacific, like Northwest Railway. Dude, a lot of the time, like if you're if you're taking the train to New York or flying to New York, <clears throat> flying to New York from here will be cheaper. Yeah. Oh. Which is wild, but is the fact. 
it's so strange. And I it's mean, like an hour and a half tops. Yeah. Hmm. Even the UK going from London to Scotland, more money to take the train, and the trains there are cheap yeah. than flying, huh. which takes a fourth of the time. It's weird. We paid like 40 bucks. We got from like Dun- Dublin to London. It was great. It was so fucking cheap. We got on this this plane that was made of like tissue paper. Like, <laughs> we're all going to die. But good, good God, did we save a buck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So then if trains are so expensive, like, why would a runaway pick that as the vehicle to get out? Wow, what a segue. That was good. They don't usually check IDs. What do you, what do you mean? I don't know. If you're trying to, like... You still got to pay for the ticket. So? Pay cash. I don't Straight care. cash, homie. Yeah, but if trains are so expensive that it's yeah, cheaper it's to like fly a, to places... Maybe it's just a commuter rail train. You don't know. Like, we don't know if it's, like, yeah. a fucking Acela. Maybe she's just going, like... They're just in New York. To next town in New she York. She could be going to New York City to blend in. Maybe she was going to know. Cooperstown. She wanted to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, Penn Station. That's not true. Why would she want to go there? I don't know. Grand Central awful. Station. Yep, that's a place. There are trains there. It's true. Yeah. Maybe she was taking the last train to Clarksville. We don't know. Maybe she's taking the midnight train mm. and going anywhere. May- See, I don't know, but it's a long train running. Hey. 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 That's a song by Train. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, soul sister. Mr. Mr. on the radio. There's got to be more trains and music. I'm, it's it's <laughs> too late, trains. and I'm too uh, sick to handle this right A thousand miles is pretty far, but they got planes and trains and cars. I'll walk to you if there's no other way. And I would walk. No, 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 that's cheating. No. And I would walk 500 more. Good thing we generated this mother-daughter bond in 13 seconds. Is another thing I jotted down. Who's the mother and who's the daughter? What? Rogue is basically like 14. Yeah? And Wolverine is basically... Fathering the shit out of her. Wait, then why is it a mother's daughter? <laughs> oh, I, said, I did. I, I did write mother because I'm a fucking idiot. I meant to write father, everybody. I'm, that's just, really, I'm, just, I'm just stupid. That's really good. I like that one a lot. You're like, who's the mother? Wolverine is, idiots. <laughs> you fucking dummies. Are you not watching the movie? Yeah. God, I'm stupid. Not. Holy shit. No, I mean, look. If Wolverine wants to be a mother, that's that's. I mean, his that's, choice. Yeah. Um, that's her choice. Also true. It's choice. There. Their choice. There. I think I think there is probably fair. There is fair. X omen's choice? Um, X N's choice. Can you can pick <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. XN. Mm. And then I said, I will not scream for you, bud. <laughs> um Such a badass line. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I'm beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We talked about Sabretooth and Mystique. We never talked about Toad. No, we're going to talk about Toad and how much he fucking sucks. And how he's Darth Maul. That's so weird. Yeah. Fuck. And then there's that random point where he twirls a... Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah, that's that's Ray Park. Is that his name? Because Darth Maul's rad... Yeah, and Toad is not. Toad is not <laughs> rad. Well, he has Actually, to, he has to Toad from about. Wind in the Willows is pretty rad. Oh, He's a weird character. Fair. But this Toad is not. It's not the same Toad. No, toad's very different, different toad. toad. Toad's pretty cool. 
could have Mario Kart. But. So you didn't like Toad He's in this movie. He's also a captain. Yes, uh, we get it. He's the wet sprocket. Like, let's move on. <laughs> um, I was like, you guys really aren't helping the case for mutants here as, you know, you blow up a train station. I uh, know that's obviously, they don't really give a shit. Or is that what they're trying to do? Shock and awe? We'll make the X-Men look bad. Because if the X-Men are trying to show up and be like, hey, we're good guys, love us, and they're like, no, you blew up a train station. Like, what the yeah, fuck are you I talking about? <clears throat> and Magneto's entrances are so smooth. They're so, so sexy. The opposite of Aquaman's just yeah, oh falling God, into the, the, <laughs> No, he's like, he breaks open the train in like tremendous fashion, and then he just glides down and just like, his shoes don't even make a noise when he hits the ground. He's just like, I'm fucking here, motherfuckers. Yeah. And it's badass as hell. It's That's, rad. Isn't that semi what you talked about wanting to do if you were Magneto? Yeah. <laughs> I just Fly wanted to glide fly around. Cause, and he's doing it. He's living that dream. <laughs> living <laughs> your dream. He's living, he's living my dream of smooth flight. Um, we're going to see as Matt starts showing up to work, he's going to just start like... Slowly walking in with his arms outstretched. He's just gonna have a cape and a fan. I, uh, I, yeah, I'll wear like a, a fan around my belt, pointed back, <laughs> so it's just blowing the cape behind me as I'm just. Ah, yeah. oh, hello. I've arrived. Yeah. I'll wear that on the bus. I'm sure they'll love me. Um, just put some padding on your shoes so it doesn't make a sound right. when you step. I can really sneak around. That'd be nice. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and I realized like. Oh, right. Wolverine's just a metal person. <laughs> yes. That's going to be a problem, probably for the duration of X-Men. There is a sequence, I feel like it happened in the 90s, where uh, Magneto rips out his skeleton. Was that well, 90s? I don't know when, but yeah, that happened. Now, if, okay, so, so he has metal bones. You cut off his arm. Does it regenerate a metal bone? Yes. Okay. But, uh, all right. I'm not going to get into that now. But I feel like most people probably can't cut off his arm because it's made of adamantium. Yeah. So I'll say no. I'll, re I'll retract my answer and say no because they can't cut off his arm. Okay. Um, oh, fucking A. Actually, you know what? We'll come back to this question. God damn it. it, it this will be relevant at another point. I can't point. wait for these other movies. There's so many other movies, and they sound so cool. Well, because remember, he doesn't always have a metal skeleton. Right, because he has, you know, a skeleton skeleton yeah. when he's not so metal-fied. We can come back to the science yeah, of Wolverine we'll come back, skeleton. We'll come back let's, to the, save, we'll, let's save that. We'll come back to the origin of Wolverine in a bit, I presume. The X-Men origin Wolverine. Yeah, yes, yeah. I um, that's like millennials, am I right? Always getting magnet tranked. Youths. Like the fucking youths. Mm -hmm. Always running away from psycho mutants with magnetic powers and tranquilizers. Yep. As you do. Did you cops see what this motherfucker just did? Like the cops just watching Superman. What the fuck do you hope to accomplish? Yeah. You're just there as like set dressing. It's like, you can't. You can't, you can't do anything. Uh, this is when we got to the second point of me, like, audibly vomiting, with the slow-mo bullet burrowing into the dude's dome. Yeah. Not a fan of that. 
not jazzed. That is a, one of my favorite sequences. I mean, it's good. Movie, it's though, really good. He but just, like, turns all the guns around. No, that whole bit with the turning the guns around, like yanking the guns and turning them around, was also badass as hell and awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the reason why I can get down with Magneto a lot is because a lot of like the shit that he does can be equated to different force powers. Because a lot of it just so he makes more sense to you, right? Yeah, I can I can relate. Well, not relate. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I have the force, but no, it's just like I've already accepted that bit of nonsense into my life. So this new bit of nonsense, since most things are metal, him being able to control shit with his mind, yeah, sure, I can get on board with that. Let's let's let's, let's rock. Uh, <clears throat> uh, blah 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 blah. And then I said, um, did he just degenerate and turn into jelly water? Yep. Yes. That was another time when I audibly vomited. Uh, that was gross. Yep. Um, all right, and then he goes into the, the Cerebro, gets mind-poisoned and comad for th- some Get random... mind-poisoned, <laughs> man. Chris Angel, mind-poison! Um, and he, for <laughs> some undetermined amount of time, and then just works his way out of his own brain to get uncomod. As one does. And then I said, okay, so his goal is to make everyone a mutant, but then nobody is a mutant. Because if everybody is a mutant, then you're not really a mutant, are you? Yeah, okay. Then I was like, oh, 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 yellow spandex, he says. Because they referencing yellow spandex. And then I was like, it does feel like a storm is coming. Because then they really rolled into terrible dialogue for a while. Yeah, they got very, very punful. There's a fun reason why. So remember we were talking about, like, silly things that are happening in the background of the movie? Yeah. They brought in your favorite Joss Whedon to do a couple of rewrites, to do to do some script punch-ups. Oh, he really punched the hell out of this one. Were those some of his his punches? Yeah, I think the one that everybody always references is the "Do you know what happens to a, to a toad in a lightning storm?" That it's, was that's bad. A dumb line. That was I a bad that line. Down, I so rolled like, my eyes. It's like fucking. It gets electric. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Same thing that happens to everything else. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's not a line then. <laughs> Do you know what, what yeah, happens when you pour water on something? It gets wet. Ah. <laughs> cool. You're just. Are you just Sweden? You're just explaining a state of being. Oh my god. You, <laughs> yeah, should, you should write for I, TV and movies. I forgot to tell you. Um, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm this ghostwriter. Um, <laughs> I said, remember when you used to be able to go all the way up to the torch? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Can you not go up to the torch anymore? No, you oh. cannot. Huh? No, not, not to my knowledge. I think you can only go up to the crown. I don't think you can go up to the torch. Oh, I didn't know that. I could be wrong. No, that's fine. I'll believe you. I've never even been... So, um, uh, and I was like, how edgy with your blade flip off. Like, retracts yeah. all of them but the military. You know, that actually reminds me. I keep saying that this is like the first modern superhero movie, but it's not. Because I guess Blade is. Blade predates <laughs> this. Are we going to do a Blade? Are we going to do a Blade trilogy? If you want. I don't. I like, haven't like, watched those movies in a good long while. I'm fine with it. We could do like a whole season of like that and like Fantastic Four and the Raimi uh, Spider-Man movies. What's Wesley Snipes up to these days? Uh, I think he's out of prison at this point. Right? <laughs> right. Let's ask him questions. Um, I, I also like, watched the Nick Cage Ghost Rider movies. Oh, that's oh. 
Uh, oh, so, so Mystique can also just be inanimate objects? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She stands real still. Yep. Uh, and then I said, keep one eye open, he says, to Cyclops. Because one eye. Do you get it? That was a funny line. I liked it. That was fun. <laughs> You said we were going to get into Mystique, and we never really got into Mystique. Or is that still coming? Or Yeah, really, sort of. Okay. And I said, uh, I said, oh, God, we're going to do the, the classic, no, I'm the real Wolverine, shoot him. But they never got to that sort of end. That kind of didn't have any payoff, to be honest with you. I was really hoping they'd have to do, like, a whole showdown on the roof, and one of them's the android, one of them isn't. But you wanted that? No, I didn't, but they oh. clearly were going towards it, and then they just didn't. I'm like, all right, then why were you doing this at all? It's, that seems dumb. Because, like, why would you impersonate Wolverine at all in that situation if there wasn't going to be some reason why it would matter later down the line? Because it never mattered. Maybe they, to just show off that she can really appear to be anyone. I guess. I mean, they got clothes off in a room and then just kicked the shit out of each other. So, okay. And then she did this weird, like, upside-down, upper-body pipe climb with just her arms, which was very... She's anti-gravity. weird. Yeah. And when she, takes, or when she takes the form of another person or thing or entity, does she have all of the powers that come with that? <coughs> no. Because she also got the fucking adamantium bullshit. Uh, but he cut it right off. Yeah, he cut him off, too. She doesn't get their powers, no. Okay. She's not supposed to. I don't know if in that one scene she just got Metal Claws for the sake of being Metal Claws, but I think what she can do is, like, grow facsimiles. Okay. Um, so maybe it's sharp enough to cut whatever he cut in that sequence. Okay. And I said, the Toad looks ridiculous in almost every fucking scene. Are we breakdance fighting right now, Toad? <laughs> you know? Holy fucking shit, the Why Toad did is he awful start in every way. So, the Toad sucks. He sucks. I don't think his name is The Toad. It's just, it's <laughs> just toad. toad. Oh, I just kept calling him The Toad. Yeah. You made I him mean, sound he, cooler. Uh, than He's one of the classic, like, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, along with, uh, who are we? we're missing, like, The Blob and Pyro, I think, of, like, those classic ones. But Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, so then when he's fighting Mystique, she, she kicks him in the balls. I'm like, hey, he's going to take that very personally, so says Mr. Man in the, in the cage. That's and, just good screenwriting, because yeah. we referenced that back in Act 1. Yeah. I mean, granted, it didn't really have any direct payoff, and I guess it does because he stabs her. Yeah, I mean, he takes it personally. It's true. That's the whole thing. I like the little cling of the metal when she kicks him in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> balls of steel there. No. <laughs> or balls of adamantium. <laughs> We can um, tell you're getting tired. Um, yeah, I'm. I haven't had medicine in a little while, so I'm just getting more congested. That's amazing. <laughs> so this perfect. This is capital C content. Yeah, and then it was the whole fucking oh, what happens to a toad in a lightning storm? And I was like, yeah, just get electrocuted. Yeah. yeah. And then I said, "You ever been in a storm, Wally?" Was my second. That's a second. Always oh, funny reference. Um, it's from one of the more recent seasons where Ben and or. Ben. I don't know why I called him Ben. Uh, okay. Mac and Dennis. Mac and and Mac Dennis yeah. Move to, move to the suburbs. Ben go, and Dennis. And go fucking bananas. Good old classic, it's always sunny character. Ben and Ben. Yep. Cool. Um, ben old McDenald. 
And then like I guess Ronald McBenald. I don't know. How do I know you're the real Wolverine? You're a dick. That's a great line. That's okay, a lot of fun. He's real. <laughs> That's a great line. Mm-hmm. Oh, I lied. There's a third reference. Because um, he was talking about like. Yeah, she'll just make a lightning storm. He's like, yeah, you're in a big fucking conductor. Like, you're gonna just murder us all if you do that, you dumb dumb. And he's like, yeah, stupid science bitch couldn't make I more smarter. Is <laughs> what I jotted down. <laughs> I also like that, like, two minutes later when um, they're talking about, like, breaking Rogue out of that, he's like, no, no, you'll hurt her, obviously, because I know science. When yeah. he was just shown up to the rest of the class, yeah. and he doesn't. You clearly don't. <laughs> Who can trust you anymore? Do not lie. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I was like, okay, we just said, oh, it's because Magneto is super powerful. Like, oh, how can he control his powers while controlling her, while doing whatever? Omega level whatever bullshit. Man. He did He did the homework. Yeah. Everybody else didn't do the homework. He okay. did it. That's fine. And then I wrote down, That's fine. I owe you one screen. Because <laughs> he said that you, she, she owed him a screen. Yep. It's bad. That's that's like the the croc dude. Bad. Um, beautiful. Killer Killer Croc was that his name? Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of lines in the movie. He just kind of crawls and yeah. <laughs> um, he's about as many lines as Halle Berry has in that movie. Yeah, all, this is... all for good reason. Uh, I was like, why hasn't Storm learned how to master flying using storms yet? Why is she launching other people instead of just flying up there herself? I don't know that she could do much if she went up there. Yeah. Like, Wolverine's going to take the brunt force of that thing and just try and smash at it. Then they like Cyclops wait. could shoot it, but, like... So she launches Wolverine up. He's getting... Fastball special, yeah. Thingamajigs bent, whatever. And fucking Cyclops over here is taking 14 hours to line up the shot that's been there forever. And he's just doing this for dramatic tension. I'm like, cool, let's just fucking whatever. This is how movies work. Just sit here until something happens. Oh, cool, we're still doing this. Awesome. Um, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. She gets healed, touches the face. Fine. Yeah. And they leave him for the, like, Magneto for the authorities. And I'm like, they handled him way more than, or way better than I thought they would. But, like... If he was controlling her and was able to control his powers and do all this other shit, why did just the blowing up of the device itself somehow make him incapacitated? Oh, they had to knock him out. Mama said gonna knock you out. Yeah, but okay. Alright, whatever. We also never talked about his helmet. What about how you use it? How Xavier can't get through it. Yeah, no, I know. It's fine. Okay. Cool. Is what it is. Oh, he, Superman can't see through it because it's made of lead. Fine. I fucking don't care. I mean, the only thing that makes sense here is like they were partners. They made the Cerebro together. So you can foresee that he'd have some inside baseball knowledge on making a thing that would be able to block that shit out. So at least that makes some semblance of sense in, in, in the capacity that like, hey, he has some knowledge on this shit. Versus like, oh, I guess we can't see through land now. Like, and then, okay, so Mystique is then being fucking Senator Kelly or whatever. I was like, yeah. he's wearing the same yellow shirt and yellow tie as the jabroni on the helicopter was wearing. 
like the exact same yellow shirt and yellow tie. It was just a very weird. Sh- it was like a like a like a Lando wearing Han's clothes at the end of of uh, fucking Empire. Weird. It was just strange. Uh, sure. Just saying. It was a strange choice. Doesn't matter. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I did fun. not notice that at all. I did. Um, if someone who can read someone else's mind can't win at chess, I don't know what's real anymore. This is the last thing I wrote down. Doesn't try not to cheat. No. He doesn't have to use his powers all the time. Wait, that's the last thing you wrote down? Yeah. You didn't write anything about the stuff with Wolverine? Why? Then going, yeah, he's going to go and get his fucking groove back. He's going to find out what the fuck happened. <laughs> well, like, literally the scene that's, like, setting up the sequel. Wolverine's <laughs> took no notes on it. Yeah? Because, like, yeah, we, I get it. There's nothing to, like, drop down. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. He's going to figure out what the hell happened to him. Got and he it. stole the bike again. Fucking fine. Okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> it didn't really seem noteworthy. I mean, there's, like, a bunch of things in there that's, like, setting up a, a future movie. I just thought that yeah. that was weird that you didn't... Well, that was also, like, obviously setting up that next thing. So it wasn't like, oh, boy, I need to... Whatever. The stuff that you write notes about is 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 sometimes so specific that you're looking at me like it's weird that I... I you didn't write down the obvious thing. You wrote down a fucking, oh, he's wearing the same yellow tie as in, earlier in the film. <laughs> Whereas, like, if I was taking the notes, I would have been like, oh, we're setting up a sequel here. But we're watching three trilogies. I know we're setting up a fucking sequel here. This isn't news. It's not like, oh, is another one coming down the pipe? It's like, no. They've been out for a decade. I know it's coming, and we're going to do an episode on it soon. And you should know by now, like, 30 episodes in at this point, that my notes are fucking nonsense. And the fact that you haven't come to grips with that yet is also staggering. <laughs> These are all garbage, nonsense, dog shit. 100%. But, you know, if it ain't broke. I think he's saying it is broke. That's <laughs> 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 a problem. Fair <laughs> That's a fair point. Um... I can't. I won't change, and you can't make me. <laughs> <laughs> that seems correct. So okay. So we have set up some stuff for a sequel. Yep. Rogue is back at school. Yep. Hanging out with Bobby. Yep. Magneto is in jail. Yep. Plastic jail. Plastic jail. Logan and Jean Grey and Cyclops have kind of a thing going. Yep. Love triangle. Yep. But Logan's leaving to go up to up north. Yep. Have I missed anything? Mystique somewhere doing a thing, too. Who is? Oh, Mystique. Mystique. All right, because she's alive. But Toad and Toad and Sabretooth are gone. Presum- I think? Presumably. They seemed like they got real deaded. Yeah, they only addressed that Mystique is still around. I don't actually remember if Toad shows up again or, or Sabretooth. I really don't remember. I don't think either of them show up in okay. uh, this part of oh. the X-Men universe. Yeah, Maybe fair. Sabretooth does. I don't believe Toad does. And then Storm is storming up. Oh yeah, she was watching TV. That's what that's what Storm's doing. She's just hanging out. Classic Storm. Always watching that TV. Spinning team. All right. So you like the movie? Yeah, I think it's good. Does this give you more hopes for the rest of the season? Yeah. We're off to a good start. You yeah, didn't hate yeah. it? No, I didn't hate it. It was you fine. Didn't hate it? No. So I pretty good start. I'm fine. A lot of people love X Men too. I'm fine. A lot of people love X Men too. I can't wait. Just what happens? Some people like X Men too. More than X Men one. 
already hurting my throat. That was a lot. <laughs> like, I can't that was a lot. I, yeah. Um, yeah, so, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see what comes down the pipeline. It's pretty obvious. But you feel better here than you did, like, after watching Men of Steel. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, feel I, like, I feel like I haven't lost a part of, like, yeah. my soul. With season two, we kind of dragged you through the mud. Oh, did you? Yeah. No, I didn't notice. I didn't even notice the mud. Uh, I noticed the mud. Do you bleed? <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> All right.